What's the most important thing we ever do to serve Hashem? Of course, there are many things we do to serve Hashem, but if we were to ask, what's the most important? So the Alter Rebbe, at the beginning of chapter 41 of Tanya, says that the thing that's the most important thing we ever do to serve Hashem is also the Reishas Ha'avoyed, it's also the beginning, the first step of how to serve Hashem. In other words, before one does a mitzvah, learns Torah, does anything really, the first step on the path to serving Hashem, which doesn't just mean once, but rather every moment, the first step that one has to always be doing. As the Alter Rebbe says, that it's not just Reishas Avoidavikara, it's not just the beginning of serving Hashem and the main part of our serving Hashem, but it has to be Lazikara and Tomid, it has to be always known, and that's of course really the first Halach and Shulchan Aruch of Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Tomid, of knowing that all of life is forever lived in the presence of God, of recognizing that one is always in God's presence. But the Alter Rebbe in chapter 41 and Tanya expounds upon the halacha of Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch just says, Shavisi Hashem Negdi Tamid, I place God before me at all times. I know that I'm always in God's presence. But the Alter Rebbe says that it's not enough just to have a vague awareness that you're in God's presence. The most important thing you could ever do and the thing that one has to always bear in mind and as a first step of serving Hashem and Vesharsha, it's also the root that will bring a person to serve Hashem even greater, and that is the concept known as Kabbalas Ol Malchus accepting the yoke of the kingdom of heaven. In other words, in simple English, Kabbalas, receiving a yoke, being receptive to the presence of God. Receptivity, in other words, Ahavas Hashem, love of God, is always going to be step two. Because love of God means the way you feel about God. It's your emotion. You instigate. When you love, you're the one doing the moving, so to speak. That's why love in Kabbalah, love is a masculine emotion because it's a mover and a shaker. Yira is a feminine. It means to be receptive. It means, now that I know that I'm in God's presence, what does that mean to me? What soul movement, what nuan nafshis, what inner work do I need to do to open myself up and recognize the truth that I'm always in God's presence? And that is number one. It's not enough, as the Altarab explains there in chapter 41, it's not enough to have a general recognition of God's presence. One has to learn how to meditate about God. You know, people always ask, how do I get close to God? Give me a magic pill. There is no magic pill. You feel close to someone you know. The more you know about God and meditate about God, the more you understand Gedulas Ein Sof Malchusa. You understand what it means. God is being the Ein Sof, the infinite, as much as possible by meditating that God fills all worlds, that the whole universe that you see is a drop of God's light and God completely fills it. God is present in every drop of water and every blade of grass, and yet that's only a little drop of God's light, and he's save of Kulam, and he also infinitely transcends that drop. It's like if you could imagine one hair on your head. One hair on your head is you. It's just you. It's nothing other than you, but it's just one hair on your head. So God is Mimale Kulam, and God fills the whole world. It's just like a little teeny drop array of him, the whole universe, the whole solar system, but it's only a little drop of him, and he's save of Kulam, and he also infinitely transcends the world, and you have to meditate on that, that God fills heaven and earth and all of reality, and yet 
Step two, after meditating about the greatness of God, step two, being receptive to being in that presence. The Rashis Havayda, the first step and most important step in serving God and what's going to bring a person to every other thing is not only to engage the mind about God and try to think about God's greatness through the world and then negate that God infinitely transcends the world and try to have a perception of God as much as possible within all of reality. But step two is then to understand, the Alter Rebbe says, that God doesn't care about any of that, any of reality, any of the universe, the greatest angels, the holiest tzaddikim that ever lived, billions of people in history, all of world history, God doesn't really care about any of that. There's only one thing God cares about. You. Just you. You know, the existentialist philosopher Jacques Martin has a whole arichus where he talks about this crazy human predicament that each and every one of us is literally in the center of the earth. We, You know, everyone always yells at you, don't think you're the center of the world, but we all, the way we we have vision, God created us, that we are the center point of the earth. Every one of us, we experience the world from a center point. Everyone else is just around us. We each experience ourselves as the center point. Now, one could think that that's just something that wants us to get over, but the Alter Rebbe here is saying that in the deepest way you have to know that that's true. That according to Chassidus, you are the center of the universe. You're all God cares about. The Jewish people, Bechlal is Hashem's firstborn child, but you specifically, Olav Bifrat, those two words in this chapter of Tanya, Olav Bifrat, you can meditate, not just this whole Rosh Hashanah, you could spend the whole year just meditating on these two words in Tanya, Olav Bifrat, just on you. God puts aside all the worlds, doesn't care about anything happening in the universe except the way you're serving Him, the way you're being receptive. The way you're living with integrity, knowing that you are in the presence of the king at all times. That's all God cares about. And the Alter Rebbe says, just in case you think this is a Hasidic Shazach, it's, it's a Mishnah. It's a Mishnah in Sanhedrin. Chazal say, that every person has to say, the world was created for me. Every person has to feel that it's their individual responsibility to fix the world, to save the world. Again, the reason it's such a famous theme in movies and literature of the person that ends up, ends up saving the world is because each and every one of us has to know each and every one of us has to save the world. Now, you might think, well, how does that make sense? There are billions of people. How could every person think they're the only thing that matters? But that's exactly what Chazal are saying. That's what that Mishnah says that the Alter Rebbe is quoting, that that's when God created Adam Arishan, which Rosh Hashanah is the day that God created Adam. He created man only one person. Every other animal species he created like millions. Only man he created just one. Because the truth is that every person has to feel that they're responsible for everything. It doesn't have to make sense. By God, things doesn't make sense. But that's what you have to feel to submit oneself and accept that truth. And the Alter Rebbe says that if I know that and I then accept Hashem as king, I will then be able to know that it's up to me. I will do serve Hashem as much as I can. And God is standing over me at all times and testing to see if I'm serving Him properly. And therefore, we have to serve God with ultimate dread and fear. And if you're wondering why would the Lubavitcher Rebbe of our generation write in so many letters that if a person's suffering from anxiety, or sadness or de- depression or laziness or any of these maladies. The Rebbe wrote hundreds if not thousands of times to learn these 15 lines of chapter 41 on, on Tanya by heart that we just summarized very quickly. And it's worthwhile learning the text, of course, inside, besides the fact that the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe said that Tanya, the letter, 
Tanya, the letters themselves of Tanya touch the Yechidah, the essence of the soul, so the letters themselves are holy, so it's a text worthwhile learning. But besides that, but why would that make a person, knowing that you're always in God's presence and having to serve Him completely, why would that alleviate anxiety and sadness and stuff? I mean, obviously we've all learned Hasidus enough to know that we're not ever Khalila supposed to look at God as the big bad wolf. But this idea of Kabbalah Somach HaShemayim as the Reishis HaVayda, that the, the the Rebbe is saying that everybody should be focusing on this to help all the psychological maladies. Why? What is it about these lines of Tanya, this Aveda of acceptance, of receptivity to the truth of God that's always above you, why will that heal all those psychological maladies? And we'll learn Mirza Hashem the answer to that tomorrow.